everyone and welcome back to between realities how are you doing today welcome to this amazing pre-recorded uh episode of uh, between realities um we never have any issues when uh, we pre-record uh episodes and this is a completely <laughs> fresh authentic first take of this amazing episode thanks for joining us my name is alex vr i am one of your co-hosts today joined to me joined with me by my side as always is my co-host skiva skiva how you doing dude i'm great dude i have been looking forward to this episode since man since since we booked these guys i'm so excited for today um we got some good stuff to discuss a lot of things to talk about um, but before we do so i'd like to ask everyone in the audience to please subscribe please. pretty 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 please it would mean the world to us like the video if you could um and check out some previous back episodes because we got a lot of good stuff going on here between realities tell your friends people all right we're trying to know. grow this audience and we can't do it unless you tell somebody to listen to this yeah thing. So share go share, share well. this thing we've mm -hmm. got some links in the description for audio versions of the podcast we've got a merch store if you want to get in on any of that stuff um participate all right join the Join the uh, Between Realities community. Um, so today is a pretty exciting day because our guests are a couple of uh, amazing folks from a company that we don't really get to hear from too often, at least in this kind of format, right? Like the conversational, like uh, like interview style format. We don't really hear a lot from Upload VR, but we're so excited to have. Yeah, it's usually them doing the the interviewing. Right? So this is this is great. Yeah, this is so awesome. Upload VR is the number one, the biggest VR uh, news outlet in the world they're the best they are awesome they are leading the charge and we're so excited to have Zena and jamie from upload vr joining us today hello Zena and jamie hey everyone yo hey, thank you so much for having us <laughs> ah, so great to see you for the first time and start this conversation yeah. for the first time you know this is awesome I've never spoken to you before. Yeah. You know, what, what was it, Alex? It was Alex. Wasn't I'm it? Alex, and this is Skiva. I've known you guys for 26 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 26 minutes. That's an oddly specific number to use, Jamie. But thank you for being here. Thank you so much for being here. So uh, this is very, very exciting. Um, yeah, it is. Let's, yeah, it is, man. We got we got upload here with us. Well, we got Jamie and Zena from upload, right? Some of some of the two most influential people in virtual reality, period. Right. So first of all, who are you guys? Right. Like, let's get a nice little introduction. We notice you're sitting in the same room. We're sitting in the same room. This is very cool. You know, so, um, you know, who, who, who are who are Jamie and Zena from upload? Like, what do you guys do there? You know, what is upload? Give us a little bit of a, of a little bit of background. Yeah, uh, so I am senior editor over at Upload, so that's, uh, I've been there since 2016. Uh, a lot of news writing, a lot of uh, uh, reviews, previews, interviews, uh, just like this one. Obviously, the uh, the podcast we do uh, twice weekly, um, and me and Zena handle the, the game side of it on a Thursday and on Monday. There's like a tech thing, strategy thing uh, with some nerds that know a lot more than us um <laughs> and then uh yeah Zena, you're you're on the kind of the video I, bit yeah video I side. the video so yeah anything that you see on our youtube um i've probably recorded it or or edited it yeah i had a hand in it he normally records most of the gameplay because you guys would not be happy if i recorded it <laughs> <laughs> And most recently from Upload VR, we saw the incredible uh, Upload VR VR gaming showcase, which was like a Nintendo Direct quality presentation that not only streamed on your guys' channels, but was also featured on IGN, which is 
absolutely amazing. Congratulations, congratulations for uh, for having having your shit on IGN. That's huge. <laughs> Cheers! Thank you so much. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's all Jamie. Jamie produces it. Jamie puts it together. Um, this is first time saying it. this twice. <laughs> I know. I know. Blushing <laughs> yeah. again. <laughs> Jamie's the one who puts it all together and you know organizes it. He has the contacts and everything. So um, I, I like physically, like visually, put it together. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. This is the second year that we're on IGN, actually. Yeah, it's it's a really fun project because so we we did we started it three years ago now, two years ago. Twenty nineteen was the first one, so yeah, this that's is the third years. year. What is time anymore? Who knows? What is right. time? Um, uh, that's a question for between you know, realities. The, the whole point of that was uh, was just like looking at the industry and being like, oh man, why you know why isn't Facebook? Why isn't HTC? Why isn't Sony doing something a bit more specific, a bit more hype at E three, basically? And then it started off. I remember just thinking like probably couldn't do this thing and then i spent like maybe like a week thinking about it thinking you could probably do this thing like i like i reached out to just like a first few initial developers like uh, fast travel games were some of the first people i got involved and they were they were like super keen yeah um, you would be, i guess like but it's 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 an interesting one to do because obviously we, we've all just spent uh, a week watching e3 um and you watch Capcom shows, you watch Square Enix shows, you watch Xbox shows, and you know the the people that run those shows are in charge of those games, right? So they, you know, two years ago they say you have to make a five minute gameplay demo for this uh, showcase that we're going to do in two years. Whereas obviously at upload, we don't kind of quite have that power. So it's more like six months ago. I'm like, okay, we're doing this thing. <laughs> Might you have something? Um, so it's always it's always just a really really fun. Uh, it's almost like you know, an expedition, like you're on the hunt for <laughs> cool stuff oh, yeah. uh, for like six months or so. And, and sometimes, sometimes you get really cool stuff six months ago that like, as it gets closer to the date, they're like, sorry, but we have to delay our game. And that's not going to make this window. Sometimes you get like two days before the show, like uh, the sniper elite video we had wasn't in. Oh at my all. God. Yeah. Wasn't in. Yeah. I hadn't even spoken to them until about, two three days maybe before the show and then they get like get that together really really quickly so it's it's a really fun way to compile all that stuff um yep. i'm sure it's very different to yeah like i said doing it as like i'm not phil spencer at xbox and just telling <laughs> people what to do <laughs> yeah. yeah dude this for that format is so popular like what is it about that like direct style video presentation that just like pull so many people out but there was like thousands of people watching that thing on all of the channels like there was like three or four channels that thing was was being broadcasted on and there was so many people watching like what is it about that video presentation that people love yeah i mean i mean it's it's just all because of nintendo right you have to thank nintendo yeah. they they figured it out first they popularized it first they were like hey we don't need to rent out a really big auditorium at e3 every year and do a live show with a bunch of technical hitches we can just make sure all of this shit looks amazing straight away and then just press play yeah and it's much less stressful it's going to cost us half as much money if that and yeah you just get it done and i i think you know if it hadn't been for you know nintendo doing that format it wouldn't have been possible for us to but like, i don't i don't want to get on stage and do this stuff <laughs> right. yeah. very comfortable behind the camera thanks very much it, it takes us like an hour to shoot the 20 second intro oh my god here. don't even like, i look at it and i'm like no my hair's out of place over there like, yeah. not to be stereotypical <laughs> like this tiny small place going like okay what yeah. corner of this house looks good to shoot <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think I think it is that, isn't it? It's it's, it's... yeah, but it's 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 also the 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 no bullshit take it right. So yeah. it's not like E three where you know people get up on stage and they want to hype themselves up and people are cheering at you. You don't have anyone cheering at you. Like mm-hmm. you have to just get through it. And you know the first year that we did it, um, we had lots of like uh, presenter bits in between stuff. And then we just cut it all out because it's like no one actually cares about the presenters. Like, yeah, yeah. someone said I have a very punchable face. But at Ouch. that point, I was like, okay, maybe we'll just you know, do narration next year. That's that's just like the default <laughs> insult. People always say that shit. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I I would agree. I think that the and I mean maybe that you know those are all. Uh, contributors to this but i do think that this most recent presentation from you guys is like the cleanest most professional smoothest like best of them that uh that i've seen so far and i also love that you guys managed to like stay authentic while you did it you know you injected your own senses of humor your own personalities you know and uh here at between realities we really love the authenticity so um of course i appreciate that as well Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, one thing to just add to that is, you know, we, we do the show. It, it's always funny when you watch like a, a PlayStation presentation or whatever, and it's like an hour and a half and afterwards everyone's like, oh, that sucks. And you think, why do they keep making the same mistakes every year? They, they spend too long on this game. And, but we do this as like fans of those shows. Like I've, you know, grew up watching E3. Um, and, and so I think that kind of, you know, even though we, you know, we're not announcing huge PlayStation AAA funded exclusives or anything like that, we we know the importance of pace and just keeping yeah. it like punchy. I think at the end of the day, respecting people's time, right? Yeah, you you can't just fill it in with stupid stuff just to like uh, pump yeah. yourself up or like you know talk about upload or like putting ads in between about mm-hmm. like our content. It's it's literally just about the developers and their games. Like yeah. it's different for publishers because you know they're they're kind of part of it, but because we are so removed it's literally not about us we're just giving our platform to these developers i'm I'm very very happy to do so Mm, yeah um yeah well we're here for it we all love it i mean we're not the only ones i feel like everybody lives i feel like people from outside of the vr industry watched this presentation just because of the format how good it looked and the fact that it's on ign and shit like that it's yeah. Um, so you know you guys have the website you do reviews you have your news outlet you're always like breaking you know just like constantly updating everybody with the newest in vr gaming and otherwise and then you've got the podcast which i wanted to talk a little bit about because i think it's worth mentioning that your podcast actually takes place entirely from within virtual reality unlike what we do here so that's pretty cool and skiva told me that you guys built that thing yourselves like specifically for the podcast like the platform yeah so um yeah we have we have this podcast every monday and thursday um completely from within vr and heaney made it all by himself like shout out to heaney he's just he he came on as a writer but then he was like i got this idea i want to make this like vr platform that we can do just basically whatever from um yeah i it's it's awesome and like he works on it constantly and like since it launched it's come a long way yeah like visually and you know technically there have been so many like different like we (laughs) with sorry but we had this like small bug (laughs) where like everyone's breathing would be picked up i think it was more of a facebook like api sort of thing it was an error 
everyone's breathing. Everyone was just such mouth breathers like, for a good couple of months. And it's like, oh my God, this is almost unbearable to listen to. It was a really surreal thing. We're it? like, yeah, VR's cool. <sighs> yeah, it's just like sitting next to Ian and you can like hear him swallow and you're like, whoa, this, oh, this is weird, man. <laughs> But I think we figured that out. Since yeah, we, yeah, Heaney and yeah, I think I think it was a Facebook thing because we use uh, Facebook avatars. We're not massive fans of the looks of them. They look very creepy, and we quite often say that Jamie looks like a malnourished Victorian child. So, <laughs> and everyone kind of looks the same. Like I don't know, like uh, when. For example, if you see pictures of their actual faces, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that person, that's that person. They've got, like, curly hair. That person's got, like, straight, short hair. And then they come into the studio and they've just picked exactly the same avatars because it's kind of vaguely around the same look. Don't have yeah. Much choice. yeah, you just don't have that much of a choice. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I do uh, I do find those default Facebook avatars slightly off-putting but uh you know i did get used to it pretty quickly you know yeah, like they are watching the show they are a little weird but like we discussed um <laughs> previously <laughs> they um <laughs> they're, they're always changing facebook is always changing their avatar system i think they're really trying to find that that secret sauce and i don't know you know i don't know if this is the take where they nail it or if they continue to dabble uh, definitely not no <laughs> <laughs> no is the answer to that it is not the take that they nail it they definitely uh could well, be better it is cool to see some of these uh to see some games now implementing uh the avatar system in so like what is it like poker stars well and there's a uh, pro pot and some games oh, like yeah. bowling game the full yeah. ball. yep that's true pro pot needed it pro pot really needed it yeah they were they just did. like floating gray heads that went around everywhere yeah. <laughs> um so but it's such a cool it's such a cool system right because you guys have you guys do all kind of look like you a little bit you have your hand tracking so you can kind of tell you know as you're talking that that's you know we, we talk with our hands a lot right so the the hand tracking is a is a really cool feature um it's cool that you're able to get things up on the screens and do all of this stuff from within virtual reality and uh, and really show everything off and i noticed being in your live streams a lot that a lot of people are always like what is this i need to know what this is I, I need this in my life and you guys have to explain every single time right that this is a yeah. this is an upload vr thing it was made specifically um for your show so anyway i think it's yeah. i think it's amazing Thank you, too. you guys Thanks are, so much. You guys are doing a lot. You know, you've got the reviews, you've you know, you've got not the podcast, there's all kinds of stuff going on, but you're a relatively small squad. Um, how many of you are there at Upload VR? Um, so I've done the math. There are six of us. <laughs> and that's uh us two, uh Kyle, Ian, Heaney, and Harry. He's a very unforgettable man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's a six-person team. Uh, five five writers and uh, Kyle's uh, what's Kyle's Managerial. operations manager. Yeah, I think man that does the things that make the things go here and there. Business. Nice businessman. Is yes. there anybody that's been there just like from the very beginning? No, that's so. So it was. Uh, I joined in 2016, like I said. Um, and I was there for about a year before that thing happened. Uh, it's like a, there was like a, a lawsuit. I'm sure a lot of people, um, that have been in the industry a long time, uh, remember, um, which came about in, in 2017 about kind of this other half of upload that just people aren't really ever 
didn't ever really know existed from a consumer perspective, largely because, you know, the, the, our side of the website is so consumer facing. Um, and then the other side of this business is meant to be more of like a professional B2B thing. Uh, it was meant to be like uh, co-working spaces for VR, um, mm -hmm. things like that. And, you know, the unpleasant stuff happened there at the end of the day. Um, yeah. It was not, sorry, it was, it was not like something that the editorial side was ever involved in and that side of the company doesn't exist now. Um, but it, it, it was a weird time and the, it's very, it's a different company now. It's a different- wow. Like literally all different people. Yeah, I haven't been able to find anyone that really crossed that barrier. I, I guess except for you, Jamie, you were there. You were there for a little bit earlier. So, are you like right now? Are you the person that's been there the longest? No, that would be uh, Ian. Ian's oh. been there um, since 2014. Like he was actually the first like uh, paid writer they hired. Oh, wow. Um, and he, yeah, he's been there since 2014. I, I mean, I've been working in VR the same amount of time as in. I used to work for a website called VR Focus. Um, but as I, did I. As did Zena, <laughs> sorry, yes, yes, of course. Um, uh, but yeah, no, and then I came on in, in 2016 after doing uh, two years there. Um, right so yeah, it, was, it, was, it used to be a very different looking company. We still weren't involved in that side of it all that much, but that was a weird era where they'd have like, parties at um Vegas. like ces and stuff like that mm -hmm. and uh but that was uh, that was all like you know deals with audi of co-working stuff and all that that's a u d i not a l d i for mostly the european do you guys have audi uh, no, not the supermarket yeah I, I don't think we have it but i'm aware of it I never um, even heard it's of it. just like a super super like budget supermarket uh -huh. like compared to you know you like, like really cool cars we're big fans of yeah of course anyway <laughs> anyway um yeah you, you just can't yeah set that straight yeah well that's good it's not, it's not it's not about setting it straight it's it's it was just a weird time because like you know like i said yeah. like you had this one half of the company that wasn't consumer facing in any way and then you had this half that was the most consumer facing thing you could do um that got all the association from what was going on then even though we were not involved in like we, we weren't named in any of the lawsuits or anything like that and it was it was a really frustrating time but i'd like to think you know we were kind of through it and yeah, the other side. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't associate upload with, with the past upload. I, I don't even feel it's the same company. Do you know what I mean? Like you guys, yeah. you guys are all very respectful people, very, um, you know, very good at your job. You're bringing the news, uh, the VR news to people every single day. You're just crushing it. You're also the largest, um, VR outlet that there is for news right now. Um, everyone looks to upload for all of the newest stuff and all the latest and greatest things. What is your guys' relationship like with the other news outlets? Like you came from VR Focus and then there's Road to VR out there. Are you guys like friendly? Is it like cooperation? You know, what's the vibe like? Yeah, that's a good question. I, 
Um, I would, I would describe it certainly as friendly. Like, I don't know Ben incredibly well, but we, uh, Ben Lang from, from Road to VR. Um, but we talk in DMs at times, sometimes when we're reviewing the same game or, you know, share thoughts, or maybe if we're uh, reviewing the same hardware. I have, I have an incredible amount of respect, of respect for Road to VR. I think the, you know, the technical uh, reviews they do, like their recent Vipro review was like really, really exhaustive, really, really thoughtless. And I think Ben is really, you know, gifted at that stuff at the end of the day. So I like to think of it as friendly at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and obviously we both worked at VR Focus, um, and Pete from VR Focus is still there. Yeah, uh, we saw we've seen him at events and given him a big hug. Like, yeah, you know, we're still, we're very friendly with everyone. When like, events were a thing. When yeah. events were a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll we'll never like you know ignore people or be snooty or do you know what I mean? There's there's no point in that, especially in VR. Yeah, and I guess the other side of it as well is like. I think a couple of years ago, I was actually quite snooty towards oh. to you, towards YouTubers. I would say I, oh. I I used to have like kind of like a like because I'm you know I'm a journalist. I used to have like a, a <laughs> bit of a see wanker. Yeah, I think that's that's my uh, Twitter profile description for you right there, just in case you're wondering. Um, but I think I've kind of seen my seen the error of my ways there. I'm quite, you know, like I, I speak with Gamer Tag, I speak with uh, with Mike and and Kaz and Chari. Oh my god, Kaz and Chari. Yeah. Um, so let's so get yeah. to the chopper. There's the whole yeah, bunch the of people. Like you know, uh, those guys drop into like the podcast uh, stuff that we do live and you know live streams when we do them. Um, mm -hmm. And we try and drop into other people's as well, and it's just all very friendly and nice. Yeah. Um, this community, yeah. right? This community is absolutely amazing. Everyone is so nice them. to each other, so friendly. Everyone kind of crosses over into everyone else's realm. Um, people try not to step on each other's toes. Right now, the, the community and, and the industry in general is so small that it makes for really, really good, um, you know, relationship building between everybody. Um, look, you guys are here on our show right now, which is absolutely incredible. I'm stoked to have you guys. Speaking of that, you guys look like you're in the same room here. Um, do you guys, can you tell us, uh, you know, are you in the same office or are you in the same house? How does that work? Yeah, so we, as we said, we uh, met at VR Focus um, and, you know, we've been living together, well, we met in 2016, we've been living together since 2017 um so yeah we're in the same house um yeah that's cool and everybody together. works yeah. works remotely for from uh, upload vr right like there isn't like a central office location or anything like that no yeah nothing nothing like that every like you know we got a guy in australia we got a guy in northern ireland and then we've got um three two, two people in america um one on the west coast and one in central mm. america so like literally no one is near anyone else mm. whatsoever that's interesting and you know i am assuming it's basically always been that way right because it's not like you went from being in an office to dispersing around the world um but yeah. like in the past couple of years uh, as a result of the pandemic a lot of people just started working from home you know myself mm. included one of those people um do you like foresee this like future of like the upload vr like headquarters with, like all this bustling and like paper shuffling and stuff or do you kind of expect it to like stay remote like it is now yeah that's interesting you were saying earlier you'd love an, an office of some sort but the thing is I, it would never really happen i don't think everyone's from all over the world too and, spread out, yeah. yeah too spread out and you know we we all have our roles at upload so it's I, I don't think so, but I think you'd like it. Yeah, I mean, I'd, 
I've been working from home. I did it at VR Focus as well. So I've been working from home for seven or eight years now. Uh, like almost, almost my entire career. I used to write for a magazine in London as well. But um, I, I guess that when we talk about it, like in the far flung future or whatever, I kind of hope that you know we'll we'll get some of those elements back with with VR at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I totally would love to like have you know even just a few hours um, every day where you know everyone was in a virtual office space and rather than you know talking over Slack or trying to coordinate on web calls and stuff like that, it was just everyone was there and you could just look up from your screen and say, oh, what are you working on right now? Oh, okay, well, I've got this video going out at, at 10 o'clock, so maybe you should get that out at 11 o'clock. That's, you know, the Slack is kind of hard or instant messaging is kind of hard to to do that with. And I think as we've grown, that's that's probably been a bit more of an issue than it was right at the start. Yeah, the interesting thing is, like, after the podcasts, like, especially when we did the podcasts, like, all together, you kind of come out of it thinking, oh, my God, I never actually speak to these people. Like, yeah, I've actually right. never met yeah. anyone else from, from Upload. Like, mm. I don't think you... Have you met Ian? I've met Ian. Um, May have, like, cross paths. in the same room as Kyle? Yeah, it's just... Oh, I think I've been in the same room as Ian at, like, E3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Like, <laughs> we've, we've never actually, like, properly met up together which that that was actually a conversation we were having um oh yeah the upload retreat yeah upload retreat <laughs> in like 20 2019 to happen in 2020 which yeah. obviously we yeah we were interesting story we um actually got our us visas ready and everything because um, oh, yeah. we were invited over to the valve offices yeah, we were just yeah, <laughs> to so, do Alex before it was like yeah. released, which is a heartbreak. Like it was in what March or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was two weeks before Alex launch. It was meant to be at Valve's offices to play Alex, and wow. uh, so we couldn't go. How how crazy was that? Right, we had the one of the biggest games to ever grace virtual reality. And right as that happened, the pandemic hit. And when the yep. pandemic hit, it caused all these chip shortages and electronics problems and the people that were creating the headsets and all of this were sick, right? So now you have this massive game coming out. Everyone wants Half-Life. People that don't even know what VR is, now we're looking at VR. Right? You got the Valve Index, which is $1,000 for the complete kit, right? It's not cheap. Sold out for years. Absolutely yeah. insane. And, and really due to this game, and in a way, I almost feel like Half-Life Alex kind of, we, we all get gypped, right? Because imagine if that game came out and then all the headsets that everyone wanted were just able to to be created and sent out and everyone really got into vr but at the same time you know it's 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 a double-edged blade right because we have the pandemic that also brought people like they're looking for new ways to be together while apart and virtual reality is really really a good way to do that to stand face to face with someone and have a conversation with not actually being face to face with someone so the whole yeah, half-life yeah. alex thing was a really wild ride it was crazy, yeah. Like obviously our own personal like tragedies aside of like not being able to go there. Um yeah, it's it's actually been an incredible like year and a half of VR. Like let's let's be honest. Like mm. um some of the best games have, have come out during that period. Um so like Alex did Walking Dead come out come out during it's just before. It was well, just I mean before. like the PSVR and the Quest version came out during yeah. the PC launch was January or whatever. Yeah, but we've just had some incredible releases, and like with, with the showcase, um, it's 
it's clear well it's, with any of the showcases like during e3 it's clear that so many games have been just jolted back right in their in their schedules and that is just so apparent in just the the wider gaming like industry yeah um I think even um, Jason Schreier said, like, it's just so clear that so many games wanted to be, like, announced this month. Yeah. But it's probably going to be probably next year. So, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, f to me, that only means that more amazing stuff is going to come within the next year or two. Yeah. You yeah. know, with all yeah. these, like, showcases and announcements and, like, E3s and stuff, I just watched the Nintendo Direct yesterday. And Nintendo, of course, always crushes it. And in my opinion, they yeah, do they the best presentation. It, yeah. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. And one of the big reasons why they do such a good job, in my opinion, is because they hold their fucking cards. And maybe they can afford to. You know, I don't know. But I don't, I don't see PlayStation or Xbox doing it in such a way that Nintendo does, where they do not release shit until it's almost ready. They don't announce shit until it's almost ready. You know, in VR, I think we have this huge problem of of information and footage coming out so far in advance that by the time the release actually happens, you're like, wait, this game's not out yet? Like the hype is completely gone. You know, like you need to capitalize on hype. And I don't think there's enough of that in, in our VR space. I think people are, the second they get something, they're just showing everybody. And then like where the hype just dies off by the time the games come out for me. Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah, I mean, we say, you know, we, we've seen so much of After the Fall, for example. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's been coming for two years. Two it's like, years, yeah. Like, yeah, like, get here now. It's 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 time. And, and I, I agree. Like, it's probably going to be the same thing with Resident Evil 4. You know, like, they did that big, long montage of clips uh, a couple of months ago. It's not coming out to the end of this year. It's just... Are you meant to be looking forward to Resident Evil 4 all year? Yeah, like, that's too soon. Go back and play it. <laughs> that's too so, yeah, soon. Yeah, no, I agree. And meanwhile, Nintendo's like, guess what? Game announcement ready in two months. Like release yeah. date. There yeah. you go, bitches. You know, like that is the way it needs to be done. That's how you capitalize mm -hmm. on hype. And uh, developers, if you're listening, hold your cards a little bit. You know, like wait until you got yeah. something that's really close to done and then drop that fucker. Like mm -hmm. playable today. Yeah. Like if you make something like playable today, people will yeah. stop what they were doing and going and go and get it. You know, like. On the other side of that coin, you know, there is there's a little bit of that at Nintendo too, because I remember them announcing Metroid, the new Metroid, like Metroid what, like, Prime like two four. years ago or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And all they showed was the number. Yep. You know, and that was it. But you know, for the most part, they don't really do that. And that's true. You know, I mean and like Breath of the Wild, like, you know, they've they showed yeah. a trailer for Breath of the Wild two like like a year ago, you know, and like mm. then they just showed a new trailer yesterday. And like that, that is one. I mean, but that's fucking Zelda, you know, yeah. like that's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there will always be hype for Zelda. Um, but if you're like an indie developer or something like that, you've got a great idea. Don't blow your load on showing everybody your great idea and then wait two years for it to come out because then the idea is yeah. old and no one's going to care anymore. Mm hmm. Oh, better yet, if you've got something really cool, show it with us. Yes. <laughs> Just wait for like June or we do one in like winter as well. Mm. Either one. You can show with us. And frankly, we could use even more hype in those in those trailers, you know, like or in those showcases. Like a lot of times those showcases are games we already know about. You know, it's like, yeah. oh look, yeah. here's a game I know is coming. Oh look, here's a game I know is coming. Like those should be announcement, 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 yeah. announcement. Like like banger after banger after banger. Like that is what I want from those things so uh, i mean yeah. i know it's hard especially in our space because a lot of times showing information and sharing information helps you get funded you know like maybe they're mm -hmm. running out of money and they're like shit we need to find a way to like 
pull yeah. something in so we can finish this thing, you know? So yeah. I can see that happening too. Well, we had the Upload VR Showcase, right? And they showed us how to do it correctly. So develop- <laughs> now yeah. you're going to take it and run away and do right. it better than us. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. Um, So, you know, you guys work in VR. You know, I've been working in VR. You know, I spend a lot of time um, in the headset while I'm working, um, like designing haptic patterns. And oftentimes when I play a game with the intention of designing things for it, it's not quite the same. It's just like throwing the headset on and just like enjoying VR just to enjoy it. Do you guys manage to find the time to like just grab the headset, toss it on and just have fun? And if you do, what are you guys playing? sometimes we sometimes find time um like between you know this this is our day job like at at the end of the day yeah we are enthusiasts but you know this is our nine to five but quite often it's our nine to ten like you know as in like the 12 hours not one yeah 12 hours not one (laughs) but um like the the last game that we've been playing and we're definitely going to go back uh to it is demio and everyone has loved demio so much and honestly like um it's quite rare that we both love the same game like especially like co-op or yeah in or out in or out of vr in or out of vr like yeah we we find it difficult but demio we both sat down for like two hours on well before launch because we we got a review copy uh each and we just played it for like two hours and it was just it was so good um yeah but yeah no to to your point like yeah like uh i i you know i got into this because i love games um and this was a cool way into writing about games and grown into its own thing but you know i still love games so like keeping up with you know flat screen releases is still really important to me so yeah right now i'm playing uh sekiro um and you know like i was watching e3 like you know i was kind of glad to have the showcase earlier this year because it meant we could watch the rest of e3 usually we're after everyone else and everything else has already happened but this time i got to sit down and watch metroid 5 get announced and not right yeah yeah not have to worry about the pc (laughs) just lovely yeah um yeah yeah so it's i I, it's i dream of a day where you know vr is so comfortable and so accessible and so easy that it's just as much of a no-brainer and and to to put on as playing a flat screen game but you know we're we're still a while away from that i think Mm -hmm. yeah both both in like you know types of games and types of head uh, like hardware right yeah, like true. it's not that comfortable to do a day job like in vr and then doing like an extra three or four hours in the evening because like your face would just fall off like it would just hurt so much yeah. <laughs> by the end of it even with like all the like vr cover stuff in the world um mm-hmm. or whichever brands you go for um other brands are available you know other VR cover is the best um, yeah they yeah. are they are they're legit <laughs> you know any headset i've ever gotten i'm like i don't even want to try it until i get my vr cover for it yeah it's like yeah. that critical to me i don't even you know? think yeah. i put the quest 2 on with the stock head strap or a facial interface i had both of them replaced before i even got my quest 2 or like on the same wow. day you know like i never yeah. put it on stock <laughs> wow didn't that happen was a smart move yeah. <laughs> that was a really smart move did not happen um so you know today is Two days ago. It is, because so, we are pre-recording yeah, this. So tomorrow is the 17th is the release of Larsenauts, which means it happened yesterday. Mm. So I actually want to talk about it a little bit. Um, and I don't know, maybe I shouldn't start. 
you know do you maybe uh maybe uh jamie or, or Zena could start just like maybe get, i mean tell us a little bit hold on you guys have a review coming out right on the 17th uh, it's going to be a review in progress so like i've played maybe maybe an hour so far like okay. so like because uh, when it comes to multiplayer stuff you want to uh you want to get in there when it's actually released properly and right. get some proper impressions with you know new players not just play with the devs play with bots because you're not getting the the proper right. experience right? right well i guess i will start then because i have been participating in place tests for the past two days um which means mm, cool. I, and i even played a little bit this morning which and the game's coming out tomorrow so i don't expect there to be a whole lot of like massive changes between 9 a.m yeah. today and 9 a.m tomorrow and um i think this game has some serious potential i don't think yeah. it's there but i think it is on its way um i love the classes i think all of like the special abilities that uh, that all the characters have are really cool i think it's easy to find a, a character or a champion that you can identify with and connect with and and enjoy the play style of um there's just uh, like i I'm, I'm hesitant to use the word jank but there's just a touch of jank that needs to go like there's a lot of little glitchiness as i'm trying to slide around with arc and all of a sudden i'll like teleport somewhere across the room um you know i will say i've been playing it on the quest one for the past couple of days because i had to send my quest two head strap in so that might be a, a contributor mm. to it um but you notice like lost frames um sound effects kind of clipping we being weird here and there like are missing sound effects for certain things one time my hands were missing when i loaded in for a while so you know it's it's close it's fucking really close but in my opinion this is not exactly a release build quality experience i i, I agree with you there there are definitely some mechanics mechanics to the game that i thought they made some poor choices but but looking at the um the roadmap it looks like they've really taken the advice and the feedback of the of their beta testers which is great and they have now a roadmap to kind of to kind of get some of this stuff to where it should be, mm -hmm. right? And a game like this is so involved and it really, you really need to have that massive, you know, all those people playing to really kind of figure out where those bugs are, what they are. It's a new release. You know what I mean? We're right at the beginning of this game. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a pretty massive game, especially if they can get some of these things fixed pretty quickly. I um, mean, this is impulse gear. Yeah. Dude. Like you play Farpoint? That yeah. shit is fucking good. Yeah. Like yeah. super polished, super clean, like one of the best games to play on the PSVR. So mm -hmm. I'm definitely giving them the benefit of the doubt. I just am afraid that there's going to be a lot of people who jump into there and can't get past some of the jank that they experience when they start playing it. Mm -hmm. Before we continue, can you guys hear music on this? No. Nope. No. Okay, cool. Because okay. my uh, our neighbors loud music above us right now. And they just started playing. We're like, oh great! Is if, it, if they, it's not coming through, it should be alright. If you hear achy, breaky heart coming at any point, it's not us. Okay, Heard they that. played that twice in a row and sang it really loud. I don't know if they can hear me. Just it's a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. Can you blame them? It's a really good song. <laughs> it's, it's Alex's so favorite, I guess. <laughs> don't the, break my heart, my achy, breaky oh, heart. God, I can't even <laughs> handle it. <laughs> Oh. Just don't think you I'm, don't I'm gonna, understand. I'm gonna say it's not a good song. <laughs> break my heart. It's certainly not. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you guys have to deal with that. Back to back. Yeah. Uh, God. So really anyway, back back, um, do you want to add um, anything to this Larsenots combo? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I'm <laughs> sorry about that, um, Steve. I'm really glad you brought up that roadmap because have you ever seen a roadmap that is like? 
yeah the the first five months or the first two months or whatever of the game i'm going to be implementing a bunch of like not not like new characters and maps and modes and stuff like that but you know the ability like the immersive sprint actual yeah. reloading and stuff like that so when you when you said alex when you said you know uh doesn't feel like release build it's like yeah it feels like fall is going to be the release build right yeah. it's like mm -hmm. they wanted to do all yeah. this stuff but they've got you know they've got targets to hit they've got uh you know yeah time frames to hit and so some of that stuff had to give is, is is the impression i got in the in the first hour of playing as well but i i also yeah i 100 percent agree like there's depth there for sure that you don't in, in a different way to you know games like onward um which you know has strategic uh immersive depth this is this is way more learning from everything that you know overwatch and everything else taught um and you you can tell just from a game a single game that you know there's there's a lot to get into with it right like mm -hmm. you have to know the best parts of the map for each kind of class um the the kind of firefights you're going to be in what kind of like skills you should be using there so so i think it's going to be a while before we end up putting a score on it at the end of the day because yeah but there's what like eight characters or something like that maybe six so yeah, with the characters alex you said you know you can identify with some characters i i have to say that i identify with bod nice like, like, this is me <laughs> bod yes. is the guy he's just like going around squarely punching people on the faces that that is the kind of content i'm play i'm gonna be playing that game for <laughs> hell yeah i uh, i tried to move around you know i ended up landing on arc I uh, really like the ability to get the fuck out if I need to. And yeah. with Ark, you can just just like zip. You are gone, dude. Or you can zip past somebody and I can spin my body as I'm zipping past them and like get them as I'm still going in the other direction. So the, the mobility of Ark, in my opinion, and that, that, blast, that blaster rifle too is good. I mean, I lost yeah. time in here. Like I thoroughly enjoyed my experience playing in there. I felt like I was playing a game like overwatch but i didn't feel like i was playing overwatch i didn't i don't know what this well it felt more like something else but um it's really good i love class-based stuff yeah. i love you know hey dude we need a healer on this team like now like somebody go like you know like i like being able to put together classes that complement each other and you know mike from vro was in there during my play test and he was hard oh, as hell to kill as uh chi as the healer dude like he had that healer on lockdown other cheese out there i was dropping so like i like you know we're saying you can really find that that champion that you love and that you feel like you're good at and um that to me is one of those things in games like this that keeps me coming back yeah yeah no i i agree i i feel like i i definitely feel like it's gonna have legs um yeah. and it's not gonna fizzle out. i mean the, the the shooter we always talk about that fizzles that fizzled out was um frost Point, frost point. That was that but that was just the definitive like yeah. this is not you know, you're not anticipating the kind of market this is gonna have when it comes out. It's not gonna have legs. And then what was it like three, four months it it was gone. And that's that's by a studio that is now owned by Microsoft, which is just crazy to think about. Wow. Yeah. But you know, they impulse gear I feel like they know what they're doing. I'm, you know, I'm more of a single-player shoots guy myself, so I can't wait to see what what they do in that space next. But I felt, yeah, I definitely felt like there was a lot to build on with Last Nights for sure. 
Yeah, I uh, I just hope they don't scare people away. I just hope yeah. that people don't buy it on on June seventh or th yesterday. I hope people don't buy it yesterday and play it and be like, "What the fuck?" Well, you know that's it's yeah. if if this was in my brain, if this was the if I knew this was as far as this game was going, I would probably refund it. To be honest with you, yeah. just because of some of the initial jank, but I see the potential, right? And I see that when they fix some of these problems, this game is going to get really, really good. Mm -hmm. At this yeah. point, it's not necessarily for me. The some of the mechanics, I mean, it's not even the I can't tell if some of these things are are almost by accident or if they're supposed to be a mechanic. Like when you, for example, when you sprint, the character drops his gun and just starts and starts doing this. But in real life, I'm still holding my, my yeah. hands up and there's a huge disconnect there. And I know that's one of the very first things on their roadmap to take care of because they got a lot of feedback about that. So they so, do have the immersive sprint now mm -hmm. where if, if your gun is up, you're slow. Because the thing is, is you can't sprint while aiming. That's, that's a, that is like a game mechanic. Right. They're like, no, we don't yeah. want people sprinting and aiming at the same time. So you have to drop your gun and with your gun down, you'll sprint. And then when you pull it up, you'll go back to being slow and you'll be reduced in your ability to turn mm -hmm. on the corners. Um, I don't have any problems with that. And the jank, I actually, I can play through it. Like yeah. I had a great time playing, especially with people you know. Yeah, It really helps, in yeah. my opinion, to know who your teammates are and who your opponents are. You will have so much more fun if you know the people. Um, but I, I had a great time and I, I looked past it. You know, I went to go reach for my gun, didn't come. Second time didn't come, third time, there it is, sweet. And now I'm, I'm playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I forgave it, not a lot of people will. So I just hope that, you know, they see what we see and are willing to kind of push through any of that initial bullshit that they encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. It, it, you're right, and that that is so crucial to like nail that stuff early on, especially in VR, where people can be really unforgiving like that, and 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 you know, it it, it takes a lot to give a something like that a second chance, and and it's going to come down to that roadmap at the end of the day. Like it is going to come down to getting through those things that people like. We 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 had uh, Greg Corman from Impulse Gear in the studio uh, last month. And those those questions that uh, everyone was asking are what ended up being that roadmap. So yeah. it was great to have that in the showcase in some way because that was a good bit of exposure for it to be like, hey, we are listening, we are yeah. building on that stuff. Equally, yeah. about exposure, like I'm, I'm not gonna blame anyone, but the the stuff about the the release date for those guys where it went up on the website, uh, yeah, uh, but. You know they 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 couldn't officially announce stuff and you know there was a lot of frustration with uh, people watching our videos um you know we do like a, a monthly like what's going to come out this month um and you know we couldn't say it because the developer couldn't officially tell us um anything um however it it goes up on the on the on the store and it's the same with playstation as well it's not just oculus um a lot of these stores i think there's a lot of miscommunication there and there's a lot of frustration and you know the marketing around these games they get affected you know like we couldn't say on that video that you know however many people go to for information, even though it's there, we can't say it, you know? Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's kind of weird. What, uh... Yeah, yeah it's a lot. It's, there's, you know, a lot of different things to juggle with these things these days. Like, you know, Oculus and PlayStation have their blogs, you know, just just like upload, want to get announcements and stuff in. And, you know, sometimes devs are tied to that. Sometimes it's tied to something else. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, you, you guys are very familiar with how weird Quest is 
as a platform curation wise uh, compared to basically anything else on the market right now and 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 that plays into it a lot as well i think so yeah, yeah it, it is it's a weird thing it's a weird thing for quest devs i think uh yeah. trying to work out when to release their game and what to say about it when i think what's the other game that came out yesterday uh eternal starlight eternal which is a starlight it's kind of like a uh, uh an rts uh mm. space space combat game again haven't actually got to it yet so probably oh, won't have a review of that tomorrow but um yeah it looks cool it's it's you know the kind of classic like kind of demio setup of like scale yourself up and down grab a ship plot out its next move uh and then i think there's like an element of seeing that in in real time as well reminded um, me a lot of star blazer um, i don't know okay. if you got that that same vibes where you where you control the ships and you're it's rts like and you're grabbing the ships and, and yeah. telling them where to attack is this quest store uh yeah that's a, a proper quest store release it's i think you can pre-order it no, well you can't pre-order it anymore because it's two days later but right now as we are talking you can pre-order it that's cool do you guys like um kind of stay i mean i guess i should probably know the answer to this question but do you like dip into like the app lab and like side quest stuff for news and announcements as like you know regularly or is that kind of just like for like the cream of the crop or you know do you go there we, we go there pr pretty regularly so we used to do this little show called vr roulette so first of all that was on uh, steam but oh my god so much shit is on steam yeah so we were just <laughs> like we need to stop this because i think the last episode that we did from that first season yeah. um we only got like two games to work and it was just us sat on on stream like oh this is all shit yeah um it was mainly older games and just like we 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 go for the no name stuff so yeah. this time around, we went for App Lab and... Works much better, right? It works much better, but, you know, obviously there are um, some games that are like, what the fuck? I think um, you guys had, uh, I, th I think this guy did it, uh, Tony Scarred yeah, Ghost. The Cube. He did the Cube. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And he was just like, please play this. And I was like, okay, fine. But we just sat there and were like, it's a cube. <laughs> I was kind of, yeah. That, that was, that, I was like, don't put this on because that's the point. No, that but he just asked us. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some developers came up to us and were like, can you just roast my game on stream? And it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's nice. So, and, some and of my favorite content. As, as you What's guys that? playing some of my favorite content is you guys playing some of these some of these really obscure weird app lab games and stuff yeah. like that it's just it makes me laugh i i love i love that that, that jamie's in there going what the heck is going on and and xena's <laughs> trying to kind of report on it and oh it, it's great i i think it's really good stuff <laughs> thank you yeah we we just put it off because it's like you know, sometimes there's just so much shit that you just need to take a breather and then it's hard to go back to it, you know? Yeah. Um, but then, going back to what you were saying, Then Alex, there's really, really good stuff that's on the App Lab yeah. that you're like, why yes. isn't this coming to the real Quest store? Like, for example, yeah, yeah. Smash Drums. This is, yeah. I love this game. And it is mm -hmm. absolutely bananas to me that there is no scheduled... Um, real quest store launch because this is mm. this is a gem you know games like to the top um there's just some really really good games yeah. that you that are only available on app lab um and i'm not sure yeah. exactly what's going on with some of that curation it's but. just the, the curation thing I, I i can see it both sides like at the end of the day like it it's 
Facebook can tell that it's been an incredible success for them, right? And for their developers, because the developers that get on the store usually or quite often have big success with it. But to me, you know, it, it's, it's really hard to know where to put your foot down on it because you go on the PlayStation store, you look down and you're like, what the heck is half of this stuff doing on a playstation you know like it's there is some really yeah. really bad stuff on there at the end of the day I like 50p on and, 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 and I, I think the the thing i you know i'm glad you point out to the top and and um i was thinking dead effect 2 launched on it last week as well to like no fanfare as well and it's like well that game was actually used yeah. to be quite big on pc vr so that's so strange yeah um there's, there's know, some the, like massive shooters the it's, second it's, developers are missing out on revenue because of these yeah. decisions that's where I'm a bit like that's not fair yeah. that's where I stand on it like it's like yeah. the, to the top is you know one of the original great VR games or, or pixel ripped you know they got the sequel in but then they had to release the first one as DLC yeah. not the actual yeah. game in the store so and it's like, weird. that's pixel ripped like what are you talking about why isn't it there um so that's how, yeah, it's, it's, I go back and forth on it thinking about it quite a lot because at the same time, like, again, it's the same thing for the Switch. You can go on the Switch and, like, you look in a sale. Oh, my and God. And they're, like, a thousand, get, they literally says items on sale, a thousand. You're like, well, I'm not even going to look for something that I could, like, be like, oh, I'll give that a try because you know you're probably going to get some, you know, Mario really clone really or, like, yeah, or like, like a calculator got put on it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. It is a so, weird situation because because there's so much crap on Steam VR that we don't want yeah. that in the Oculus ecosystem. We don't want that to be part of the main uh, you know push of VR where all of these people are coming in that have never played before. They got this two hundred ninety nine dollar yeah. headset. They go onto the store and you do want them to get some good quality titles, but you know at the, on the same side or on the other side you don't it's weird the some of the games that have been left out right i i almost think there should be some kind of voting system or something if your app lab game gets you know x you know amount of stars maybe it gets moved over to the oculus store because there's some there's just cl- there's really quality titles on on there yeah. with some of these things that are just being missed and it's sad yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you can you can have success on App Lab. It's just not the same in terms of right. visibility. And, well, and you know, what I'm finding production. what I'm finding interesting now is how literally every top quality game is just getting fucking soaked up. You know, yes. like it's yeah. fucking crazy. Like Beat Saber, Onward, Echo, and now Population mm-hmm. One, all just straight up fucking getting bought out, soaked into the yeah. Facebook 100%. machine. One hundred percent. And mm-hmm. like there, you know, there are things that I think could have good effects right like oh now we have oculus funding for some of the best games out there these games will continue to get support they'll continue to grow beat saber 2 onward 2 population 1 2 <laughs> will be hilarious uh that i just think 1 2 is funny uh, but will be really good if they have the funding and you know the support to to do so but like what happens to Beat Saber on like future headsets and stuff? You know, like what happens to Population One on some brand new uh, standalone headset that finally comes out to compete with Oculus, and now they're fucking well, locked well, that's in. That's why they're doing it. I know, and that sucks ass. So what I want to know is, what do you guys think about all of this Facebook accusation, and and do you see Ooh. Oculus as like the the IOI that we sometimes refer to them as on this show? Yeah, it's yeah, it's funny one. I. <laughs> The thing I always think about that their like strategy in terms of you know who they bought and and whatnot is I don't I don't see much vision behind it I th- I, I guess I would say it, yeah it, it's like you guys said it it's it's the successful 
stuff and and they're becoming like you know sony publishing they're becoming like microsoft publishing they're becoming like nintendo essentially the thing we always talk about with you know with ian as well uh, is you know what what does all of that get you in terms of where you actually want vr to go yeah sure you can sell cool software going forward but aren't you guys moving forward to the point where you want like people to have like a virtual home where like there is a room where you do beat saber but then if that's kind of what you're going for then why did you buy onward because you're not going to go into the onward room or you're not going to go into the population one room yeah you've got a social are you doing like hard gaming you know yeah uh, yeah mm-hmm. and 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 so i i don't, that's the way i always look at it i'm try like i try and get my head around like are you guys just looking at building out a console for the next 10 years or are these ac- uh, acquisitions like are, are they the things that are actually taking you to your vision of the metaverse right. or are they just things you yeah. think are going to sell really well i mean um, maybe they need the developers you know like they just like literally need those devs you know they're like hey we're yeah. facebook we don't make vr games we need people yeah. who make vr mm-hmm. games so let's get them 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 and them and get all of them collaborating on our big old thing or well they have you know they have yeah. eleven thousand people working on vr so there's you know there's quite a few people there working on things like reality os and, and things that are coming in the future but to me it's interesting because if you go back and you know back in the day when facebook first bought oculus you know there was plans for like an aim like um gun for the for the um for the oculus ecosystem and oculus scrapped the project and said we don't want to be associated with with guns right but then they buy onward which is a military simulator (laughs) that is simulating actual you know war and and bullets and it's not it's not arcadey at all it's like you know you're really going in there to really you know yeah. get the feel for that kind of environment so so it's interesting some of the decisions they make like that um they're they're, they're a big machine man and it's 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 interesting to see them swallowing up all these companies that are finding big success on their platform yeah and it's it's interesting how they do it as well like um i think uh boz and carmack were just talking about like you know reality eyes and stuff like that and then at the end, Carmack was like, I play, uh, sorry, I'm not going to do this voice. Uh, that's just yeah, like really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> was that an impression? I didn't even hear your voice change. It just sounded like normal. very like names, I don't know. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I'm not bullying her or anything. Anyway. Bring <laughs> back for the podcast. After he was like, Oh, if nobody wants me to do AI, I'm just because I'm so oh, rich, yeah. I'm gonna go into my basement and make AI, whether or not people like it. And it's like, what the hell? Like, crazy man. Anyway, um, <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, and I played loads of Population One, and you know, you can find me there. And it's like, are you just gonna constantly like drop this in a very corporate way? You're just gonna like, you know, really mm. hype up these games like secretly. I think they're going to be very like. Um, I don't know. I think Karmak, transparent with that. I think Carmack has. I love this game. Yeah, yeah he does. I think yeah, he's very uh, sincere about it. At the end of the day, like he, you know, he was talking up Minecraft before this. Like was, Zuckerberg. Yeah, well, Zuckerberg's yeah, full of shit. <laughs> I've, I've seen Zuckerberg's posts. I've seen somebody be like, hey, Mark, what do you play? He's like, oh, me? Well, when I'm not playing the new Beat Saber music pack, I'll jump into yeah. some yeah. Onward or maybe a little Population One. It's like, okay, Zuckerberg, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I personally have actually jumped into multiple lobbies of Beat Saber with Carmack. And on his Twitter, oh, he invites people to play almost every fucking day. 
Like mm-hmm. he literally yeah. plays Beat Saber four to five days a week. Does not yeah. he's a hardcore gamer. He really is. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He, yeah, he's and you know he's looking at all of that stuff and, and learning. He drives it a lot as well, right? Yeah, like he's in. They just listen to him like a lot. Yeah, and and now like you know obviously Beat Games has access to all of this internal resource at, at Facebook and every you know every. AI super sampling every like like little piece of software that they're coming up with to help push further. They're the ones that are now getting it. So you know, there's that element of it too. He wants to be in there to be like, how can we make? How can we get like reflections better in the game? How can we get? How can we bump up the frame rate? He's always thinking about that stuff. Yeah, he's very smart. He's very intelligent. Mm. Um, he's very on the ball. Uh, but he's still part of Facebook. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. You know, you, there's, there has to be an element of it. He's a little bit of a loose cannon there, but at the same time, like, if if he's not listening to them, they're listening to him loads, and you know, it tra- it's transparent and mm-hmm. the opposite way. So you're the uh, John Carmack of Upload VR. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just a bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> no, like I'm just saying. <laughs> he is. He is just the brain. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. Well, if you want to talk the about the brain, yeah, I mean, like, he is literally a software developer. So yeah, he, yeah. Would, he would get the John Carmack award. Yeah. Man, John Carmack, when I was growing up, was just one of my heroes. You know, he he brought Ooh. gaming to where to really where it is today. Right. He was a creator of Doom. Like he was involved in Quake and all of these big, big, massive games that really pushed all of gaming forward. And the guy, you know, he he reminds me a little bit of like Elon Musk. You know what I mean? Like he's just so he's just so incredibly smart. It's unbelievable. And now I find it interesting now that he's doing these um, he's doing these like. uh, brutally honest app reviews, as you guys said yeah. on your website, where he goes into these app store apps and he says, and he really breaks down every single mechanic yeah. and tells you what is what's wrong with it, why this game shouldn't be on the store, or maybe why he likes it, and certain things that that you know that are really um, uh, that that really made an imp- impact on him in the game, and he really really picks these things apart, and I find it really interesting because the guy is obviously so busy. Right with all the work he does with Oculus and artificial intelligence and and all this stuff, and he's man, is he a smart guy? But I thought this uh, this app review series uh, was really really cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, whenever you know Oculus Connect was a physical event, you know you could just find him in the corridor and anywhere between like ten to thirty devs. Yeah. Just listening, like hanging on every word, and this is pummeling him in the corner. <laughs> How dare you leave that review? <laughs> Sorry. Well, that, that might happen as well. Probably would I actually probably that. kick their asses. You see that guy? I can, he does like jujitsu and shit. I bet yeah. you Carmack could fuck somebody up. Yeah, I think he could, man. Absolutely. Putin <laughs> yeah, levels of like. Yeah, he's a badass. He's a badass in many ways. He seems like that unassuming, like nerdy, yeah. geeky guy, but he will. I guarantee he will fucking yeah. land a punch on. And he's a rocket scientist. Yeah. too like the guy <laughs> the guy has his hands and everything he's just so smart and, and it really it really makes me scratch my head when you know i i i ask him like hey you know it will there be a day when um when we will not be required to have a facebook login on on your system and he'll go off and be like blah 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 this is why this has to happen you know then i then there's a time you know i'm trying to get i want to i want to hop in with my seven-year-old little girl and do some different experiences and you need different accounts but but so i feel like facebook is forcing 
little kids to also get into social media before they're ready for they're mentally ready before you know and I, I know you're not supposed to play vr until you're 12 right because of the the fresnel lenses you know they um uh, there, there's issues there with how it bends lay and kind of messes yeah. with the muscles in your eyes but at the same time man let's be real there's a bazillion quadrillion kids in there you go in rec room you yeah. go in an echo we we all see this right but now they're all being forced all these little kids to be on Facebook when maybe it isn't isn't their time yet. So so I feel like you know John Carmack thinks about this stuff from his age range, right? And maybe isn't considering um, the youth as much. I mean, but he but, can only do so much, you know. Like I'm sure his hands yeah, are tied on sure. a lot of shit, and it almost seems. But he like, defends it well and actively. It, well, that's true. But I almost like like remember um, Facebook Connect. His thing was kind of like a lot of like. I tried guys. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he like gave us a lot of that. He was like, Hey man, I said this, they didn't go for it. Hey, yeah. horizons should be this. It ain't, I don't know what to tell you. You know, like mm -hmm. he like, he can only do so much. He's one guy at a table of a bunch of fucking right. assholes, you know, <laughs> which, which leads me to my next question is, is, is horizons ever going to fucking happen? Or, or is it just just dead? Like already dead, have... never going to live. Like, what do you I think? I saw it a year ago now. That's when I last saw it. Oh, yeah. Was, the, my favorite story <laughs> about Horizons is that we, we were given, like, demo slots to uh, to go and see it. And they were like, please don't enter before you... Uh, you have to go to your slot or whatever. Yeah, you have to go and your, your tour guide will catch you up and everything. And so we so we went in before the, the tour slot. Because, of course, you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the active live social Facebook experience, and it was like a bit. It was a bit like an actual real life stealth experience. Like we were sneaking through the lobby, <laughs> like trying not to be spotted, <laughs> like trespassing in VR. It was actually a very, very weird experience. Um, trespassing so, in VR, man, that is a whole philosophical conversation waiting to happen. Please continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, it was just that because, like, as we were there, I was like, man, I'm scared. I'm going to get caught with real life consequences. It was a very bizarre experience. Um, now, Facebook. I did that Facebook. But you know, whatever, um, <laughs> you can't stop me. They yeah. know you were recorded yeah. the whole time. Yeah, they know. They chose not to arrest you <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah, Horizons. Horizons a weird one because when I, when I like when they announced it, they you know they build it as like finally you know we're getting rid of spaces, we're starting all over again, and uh, we're gonna do it right this time. And I played it. And I was like, I don't really feel like you're doing it right this time. Like I, I feel like this is a very good fun piece of software it's a good rec room imitation but it's, it doesn't strike me as your like centerpiece of what you want social vr to be it's like across that uh venues and like some other bits and bobs they're working on it's like yeah it, it's there but i don't understand why horizon is leading this message it, it just seems like one small piece of it do you it's... remember when 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 the oculus go was a thing and they had uh was it called facebook rooms or oculus room, rooms yeah. right where you could get together in a room with your friend play checkers facebook do whatever and then hop into a game together and i found it yeah. very weird that their big platform with quest came out and oh quest everything and then they they kind of ditched oculus rooms right and we all thought mm -hmm. hey it's got to be for her for horizons but there's yep. still many years now into the quest release there's still no horizons or uh, there's no horizon Dude, on the horizon do you hey, do you guys remember that fucking trailer that oc6 trailer 
Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know, like there's people flying in airplanes and they're like playing games together. And it's just like so exciting looking. It looks like an amusement park that you can walk around in and your friends. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. That looks pretty fucking cool. And then I go into (laughs) it and there is nothing like that. It is not even close. And they're just waiting for the community to make it. They're not even making anything. They just made a platform and they're like, okay, you guys go and make this cool. And just like sitting there waiting and not doing a fucking thing. Not only that, I'm almost 99% positive that they are just paying people to stand at the entrance when you go in there. So that way there is someone there when you fucking log in. Otherwise, it would be empty. A a lot, but a lot of, a lot of social VR platforms, almost all of them, I think, have, have, have had paid positions where there's greeters, right? Because it's really important. Imagine that you went into Neos and there was no one there to show you how amazing it was. You know, I I feel like you would have lost out on a lot of good things. And these companies know that, right? They know that someone has to be there to show you around to make you feel that social, that feeling. In Neos, because Neos is built by some guy in France in his basement. This is fucking Facebook, like the biggest company in the world, like with a billion gajillion dollars, you know, like, you're telling actual me numbers people. you're putting some some <laughs> some program some i don't know some platform out that's taking you years to get out that i only know of a couple of people that spend any time in there and even the most captivating experiences that i've gone into are completely underwhelming compared to yeah. oculus native titles why would i go into there and play a multiplayer anything when i can do echo or onward or b saber multiplayer you know like those are like legit multiplayer experiences mm-hmm. i the only thing this is for in my opinion are developers who want a place to like test their their shit out or whatever it's not for like the woman in her kitchen while her husband's making breakfast and she's flying around with her friends like that does not even exist it's not even close to it and i don't think horizon's ever going to come up they're going to need to rebrand that fucking thing and switch a lot of stuff around Hmm. i think it'll come out uh i genuinely do but i i think it i just think they made a massive marketing miscalculation talking about it the way they have done like you said that trailer made it seem like oh yeah this is our vision of the metaverse and then you go in there and you go oh yeah this is actually just a rec room clone yeah and and you can't you can't do all the things that you would expect to do in the metaverse you can't go watch a movie with your friends or anything like that's all in another oculus app so why aren't they talking about it as you know the the suite the suite of social vr apps that you can seamlessly transition to uh, on your quest device and if you don't want to have one bit installed of it that's fine you don't have to have that installed you can just have venues or whatever and and yeah that it's confusing and it's it's so f- weird to watch them fumble this again after spaces do Um, you guys trust facebook oculus do we trust them do you trust them um i mean i have a i have a i have my facebook account on on my rift i did it without hesitation um yeah um it's not I don't know. That's that's a very like deep and whatever. Like mm-hmm. I delete my Facebook, then I had to get another one because of work. Um, yeah, I, but I, that's equally, I've got Instagram and I've got WhatsApp. Like, right, <laughs> that's um, very true. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, that is an important point. Like I I didn't have Facebook as well before I had to get it. Like yeah. So I I don't know. I guess I, guess I would say no, but also in the process of my job, I can't. I, like I can fight it through my reporting. I but also part of my reporting has to be intrinsically right. linked to it right now so yeah. that's kind of a side of my brain that you know we have those conversations in in the podcast and whatever and and, and ian and heaney specifically are very very 
fixed on this stuff um you know and they love talking with uh, with kent by and stuff whenever they can about it because yeah. it is such a massively massively important issue um i think yes. yeah for me i i do kind of have that kind of shut off about it in my brain because yeah. i have to have it anyway to get working on the games and stuff in the moment and that's you know where me and xena are focused on re really is the content the yeah record. exactly and like and I I will shit on Facebook whenever I'm fine with that. <laughs> like I'm nice. not their biggest fan, but um, I trust them as much as I trust Twitter, as much as I trust Google, as much as you know. Yeah. Like they're all kind of the same. They all use my info. Like I, but you got to do it to get along on the internet, and right. you know yeah. our jobs, like you said, are primarily on the internet in VR. You just kind of have to accept it I, have I suppose have you in a bind I mean that, that's that's what I said uh, when I, I reviewed the Quest 2 last year and then, and then you know that was back when you know I I had the same reaction as everyone else when they told me the price I was like what the fuck like how are you doing this yeah and, and, and that that is how much they want you on Facebook when you're in and that's VR fucking scary man and, and here's the big thing it's not today Right. It's not my them having my information. They know I went to this restaurant or they know I got gas right. twice this week. Like that is not a big deal. But when I put on a headset that is capable of tracking my biometric data, my mannerisms, like that kind of stuff, like agreeing today means setting them up to have a lot of information and a lot of power tomorrow. You know, so yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. It's like right we got now we heart are, rate monitors coming, we eye have tracking. eye tracking and all kinds of things. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, you yeah. know, there's that piece of information that you share sometimes where it's like they only need today they only need like ten seconds worth of your less. Yeah, less than ten yeah, seconds of your biometrics. Well then five seconds of you moving they can positively identify you. Yeah. Based on your head yeah. movements and hand and hand movements. I just thought of a story that actually should have just broken. Sorry, forgive me one second. We can talk a bit more about this, actually, because I think, unless I'm talking uh, too early, there's a story that broke on Upload while we were doing this. Um, Breaking news. One second, Pina, feel for me. This is well, my phone. You, you find Upload VR for me. And we're, so, and, we're two days, and we're two days in the future right now, too, so there's that to keep in mind. Oh, mm -hmm. yes, there is also that. So I think the Blast On story is up there now, right? Yeah, Facebook starts advertising in virtual reality. So this is a, a thing we can talk about a bit. Um, that Ian's written the story. I guess I'll just read it out uh, well, just so we can all uh, bask in the knowledge. Um, Facebook is beginning to test advertising in virtual reality. The small test of uh, in-headset ads is starting with Blaston from Re uh, Resolution Games. And a couple of other developers will be rolling out over the coming, coming weeks. Uh, Facebook says the purpose of the test is to explore new ways for developers to generate revenue on the Oculus platform. Uh, though we're not quite ready to test them yet, we were also exploring new ad formats that are unique to VR, Facebook explained. Uh, in its prepared explanation of the advertising test, Facebook said it will get new information like uh, whether you interacted with an ad and if so, how? For example, if you clicked on the ad uh, for information or if you hit the ad. Outside of that, this is a test. Uh, uh, this test doesn't change how your Oculus data is processed or how it informs your uh, or how it informs ads. Sorry. In 2019, Facebook announced it will now use information about your Oculus activity, like which apps you use, to help provide more relevant content, including ads. So yeah, I mean, you say it's not today. It's actually. <laughs> taking another step towards it yeah. uh today there it um, is yeah and it's uh, ads is ads is the big one for me right like you talking about biometric data what happens when 
you know, they're, they're, they're building towards AR at the end of the day. And at, at some point, the Oculus brand is probably going to be an AR brand. Um, and that, at that point, you're going to be talking about shit that could feasibly be inescapable from your life. Um, yeah. Unless you choose not to wear it. What did, what did you guys make of that? <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, I mean, this this all to me is pretty, pretty ominous. You know, like there's... It, to me, and like this, like the stuff that we see today is like, it's all like seeds, you know, mm-hmm. like we're like looking at seeds, like that is like a seed that once it's planted, when that bitch grows, the thing it grows into is going to be a big, scary tree that we don't like, you know, like right now yeah. the seed isn't very intimidating. It's just this little seed, whatever. Oh, I see a, a, a Beats by Dre ad here in Blast on. I'll go ahead and ignore that. But once this technology catches up, to the ideas like th- there is subtleties in in your biometrics that you're completely unaware of you know like you won't realize you glanced at something they'll they'll know information about you that you don't have on a conscious level and then they'll use that information to put information to you in the same manner in a way that you will be able to absorb without actually doing so on a conscious level because they know exactly where they need to slide that thing in based on what you look at how you move all that shit. So you can take that and use it for ads, but you can also take it and use it for all kinds of other shit, calls to action, political engagements, um, you know, just like yeah, influence just... your your feelings on certain topics or issues, like, and, and frankly, just to control you, to get you to do the things that they want you to do. And right now they just want you to buy something, but who knows what that thing will be tomorrow. Well, and, and that's just it. Mark Zuckerberg isn't gonna live forever. He's not going to hold on to Facebook forever. Someday he's going to be done. He's going to sell that company. He's going to do whatever. He's going to get some offer, some huge mecca offer. It's going to make him the first millionaire. You know what I mean? He's going to sell. And who knows what what people what the the people coming in are going to do with this data, right? right? And you know, we do talk a lot about Facebook. Uh, trying to become an AR company, but ultimately, I think everyone's really going for brain-computer interfacing. I think is going to be the big, big thing because when you don't need a screen, when you don't need glasses or a visor or any of this stuff, um, then then that's going to be huge. When you can put on some little dot or whatever it is, and it intercepts your your visual cortex and is able to produce feeling in your body and use your nervous system, it's going to get even more. You know, I coined the term bio data theft unit on Twitter and, you know, hashtag BDTU. And it's going to be for real, man. I mean, there's going to be nothing that you can that you can hide from any of these companies. And, and you know, Valve's going to be involved. Everyone that is is anything in VR, AR, XR, yeah. I think is going to move to. I am highly advantage. uncomfortable with corporations knowing me better than I know myself. That's that's mm. a, that's the issue here, I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. Do you, yeah, do you guys see, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Well, just to your point earlier about like these things appearing as little seeds, that's already happened, right? Like Facebook bought Oculus and said, you won't need a Facebook account. So it was like, oh, right now that's a little seed. And two years ago or whatever it was, maybe it was last year. That's what grew out to a tree then, right? Yeah. Like this big thing that we didn't like then. So, it, you know, there's precedent for that is, is all I'm saying. What do you guys see for competition in this market? As far as like, mobile VR, um, someone that can come in with, with an ecosystem big enough to, to really compete, compete with Facebook. And this, this is the other thing that I think Facebook is losing a significant amount of money on each of these headsets, right? 299 for what you get 
I mean, is just bananas. There's no way this device costs them $299. It has to be more. I mean, I would just think, right? And, and I don't know this, but I mean, they are a company that can afford to take that loss in order to gain, you know, to grow their profits in the future. They're looking into the future of what all of this is going to be. So taking a loss now isn't a huge deal. But, you know, when, especially where they have 11,000 people working on VR, how are they how are they paying these people salaries on what VR is making at the moment? I, I think the answer is they're not, that this is yeah. all coming up, um, you know, in, in the future with all of the new things that they're kind of bringing to us. Do you guys see competition coming down the, the roadway anytime soon here? Not anytime soon, I don't think. Well, it's a shame, really, because you see... Uh, you look at the standalones uh, being released in China, and yeah, again, uh, I mean, that gets into a whole different kettle of fish, but in terms of software lineup, some of the best stuff of Quest is now out there on, on, on different devices. Um, and I, I do really wish that could happen here. I mean, that we, we've reported today that uh, on, a, on a Bloomberg report that like PSVR 2 might not be here till the end of 2022. That's mm -hmm. an awful long time for Facebook to just keep growing the Quest platform pretty much unchallenged. Like the Vive Focus 3 is not going to step up to the plate. Yeah, Apple is probably like the rumors are saying, you know, next year, but I, I, I never know with Apple. And, and uh, Apple, I don't think they're going for gaming either, right? I think their device is going to be focused on a little bit of other things. Mostly. Yeah, exactly. It's like the VR landscape is so freaking weird. Like Facebook, why the heck are you trying to get into like proper gaming? It used to be like Farmville and like <laughs> like the little mafia games and whatever. Like why why are you now buying game studios? Who are you? Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. why are you doing this? Same with Apple. They're trying to do their arcade stuff. So you know, maybe they're trying to get into that. Um I just so wish like one day I could say, yeah, PSVR or PSVR two or whatever has just totally smashed like you know facebook and oculus and whatever and they've grown because you know they don't i don't think so anyway they don't have these like weird ulterior like business models right. behind it they're literally a gaming platform these mm. people aren't like gaming platforms i don't know why zuckerberg like jumped into it you know it's because he wants that's to harvest your fucking that. data and do some evil shit with it. <laughs> and that's why we have problems it's well, it's well terrible. Yeah. The, the other thing is though too is when you look at profitable industries a lot of people look at like hollywood for example oh imagine making all the money that that movies make well gaming dwarfs movies right gaming yeah. there's so much money involved in gaming it's it's absolutely ridiculous so getting in on the ground floor of a brand new gaming technology especially these people put on these headsets and they see it it right? is mind-blowing it is as soon as you put on a headset i think you can see the future yeah right and these guys know it all of these these people don't want to get into this because because it's a it's a maybe thing no vr is going to be huge man this yeah. train has left the station no one's getting in its way that's going to survive mm -hmm. right gaming is big gaming in general is big billions and billions yeah. you know involved in this so i could see a lot of companies wanting to get in on gaming yeah well you know i often talk about on this show how i kind of view vr as um you know and like uh the our it's like scratching at the surface of our ability to do some superhuman shit you know like existing in multiple places at one time communicating telepathically we're doing a lot of really fucking crazy stuff using technology and i feel like it's all kind of pushing towards this um greater potential of what it might mean to be human or to experience life as a human in the future um and 
it would really suck if they knew that. And well, of they, course they knew that. And they got their claws in. And as people are having these like enlightening, like in awakening moments, the first thing that they see is a fucking Facebook logo. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can see this technology being used to set people free. And I certainly hope it is and has the chance to rather than being used as a technology to imprison people. You know what I'm saying? Well, going back to what like I said about Carmack, where he's like, even if people don't want me to do AI, I'm going to go into a basement and do it anyway. Mm. They're hiring these kinds of people. <laughs> like, you know, Carmack, he's cool, but he says stuff like that. And if they get onto like the right path, that mm-hmm. is weird and like creepy and dangerous. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's, it gets to the point of there's kind of almost no stopping it. So it's about personal responsibility right. and it's about on on yourself to, you know, like at the end of the day, like it's, it's it, you said earlier, like, yeah, neither of us have Facebook, but at the end of the day, we both have WhatsApp. Um, Instagram and Oculus. <laughs> so it becomes personal yeah. responsibility to become aware of that stuff and to know what, what platforms though, you're using and where it comes from and that obviously that's you know the, a big part of that is on us and that's what our job is at the end of the day it's like you know consumers first or i shouldn't even say consumers people first public right and yeah like like protecting that and and, and again to like to speak to it that's that's more Ian and Heaney's side of it. Like I, I, I consider oh, myself I more. I almost consider myself more like critic than than, than journalist. But um, a lover of the arts. A lover of the arts. Oh. Purveyor of the arts. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's a rabbit hole, man. And 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 what sucks about it is when you say competition, you think, oh yeah, Google could come along. And you're like, uh, and it, they came and like, who else? Who else? <laughs> but well, but like, it, oh great, Google is the savior. Like. Yeah, who is the nice man with a billion gajillion dollars that will make VR happen but doesn't want to do all that? You know, who's who's the like? Is it Gabe? Gabe, Gabe? maybe Gabe. Yeah, maybe for a grand. Like, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he recently during the pandemic he spent all this time in New Zealand, I think. And yeah, while yeah. he was there, he like loved the fuck out of it and like philanthropized yeah. a huge event, like a huge concert for just for people just to come to. And he fucking paid for the whole thing. And he's like, guess what? New Zealand yeah. kicks ass. I'm going to throw you guys a party and threw them a huge party just because he thought that that place deserved it. So yeah. that's that's a pretty good thing. You know, it is. But like, yeah. like I like I said with with Zuckerberg, right? These people don't live forever. So we have to really be careful with yeah. with what we allow any company to do because every company will change management, ownership throughout the years. You know, we're our my kid is going to have to deal with with some of the choices that we make today and some of the things that we allow or don't allow. Um, so I, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see the future. It is. It and is. I know yeah. that I am going to be reading about it every single step of the way on Upload VR as Zero. we go into the future yeah. and uh, you know and and share this technology wow. and this space together. So I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. Um, maybe you guys can go ahead and give us uh, each of you can give us some closing thoughts here before we kick you off the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just like a little wrap up of of what we were just talking about. Um, uh, you say, you know, about the future of VR, the, uh, Facebook is going to be skewing the future of VR because they're already at the forefront and the competitors have to, you know, size up to them. So it's their kind of game in a way. Mm-hmm. 
so it's it's i don't think it's going to be as you know open world as what you know we hope it to be it's going to be skewed towards facebook so yeah it's if someone's gonna you know come up against them it has to be pretty soon to change the course of it i've i've, I've been um influenced by watching loki with all the different like timelines nice. <laughs> the Loki series but anyway um that's my last thought what's yours yeah, I mean, I, well, I mean, like, thanks so much for having us on, guys. Yes, like, thank you so much. It was really, really good fun to talk about all this stuff because usually we just talk about it with Ian and Heaney, so it's nice to have <laughs> fresh perspectives on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's really interesting stuff to think about. I guess the thing I would say is, like, you know, we were talking about Last Knots earlier and everything. I think the thing that, for me personally, that is really interesting going forward uh in the future and this is something again i could talk about for another hour or two after this is 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 developing software that really um that really proves why vr is here and it's been in terms of gaming like i feel like last year we had this brilliant like you know free hit combo of i've been calling it of like boneworks walking dead alex and these were like three really incredible uh seriously considered involved games that really really did something that you genuinely couldn't have on a flat screen um and so i yeah and, and i don't think we've really seen a whole lot of that since and so th that's uh, that's always a, a point i like to make and, and to leave people with is like just that's what we try and do a bit more upload with our reviews and stuff as well on, on top of you know all of that coverage that we were just talking about that you know ian and, and heaney do that's something that's really I'm passionate about is 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 getting to the heart of those VR experiences and um, and asking the question why they had to be in VR how they're how they're pushing it forward. Um, so if you if you want to yeah if you want to like look into that stuff and start thinking about that stuff, upload is a, a good place to read. Can't help but notice you didn't mention Puzzle Bubble in that. <laughs> yeah, Puzzle Bubble not not a mind bending VR experience. Really. <laughs> well, and uh, we we trust you guys to keep it real with us, and we know that you do, and that's why we will continue to uh, be fans of Upload VR. We definitely have links in the description below to all of their shit as if you guys don't already have them but it's there so go ahead and click on it and check out some of the newest uh news stories after this because there will be something fresh um for friday by the time this thing is being broadcast so jamie Zena, thank you both so very much for joining us on the show today a true pleasure and honor to have you and um you know enjoy your weekend and uh, we look forward to the next opportunity yeah, we have keep, to chat. keep up the absolutely amazing work that you guys do i'm a huge fan um you know you guys walk on water for me so i really appreciate everything you do <laughs> thank you likewise with the podcast thank you guys so much yeah thanks guys great to speak to you absolutely right. say goodbye to upload vr everybody see you later Bye. guys and like that they are gone see ya oh my god we're dude this is the second to last episode this is of the season yeah so next week is the season finale damn can you believe it damn right no i can't man are we gonna do this thing or what we're gonna do it okay so we're gonna do this thing our guest next week the season finale we did this last season our guest this week is you 
That's right, you. If you are interested, if you love this, if you wish you were participating in this conversation with us when you watch this sometime, um, join our Discord. We will have a sign-up area or a sheet or some shit like that in there, and you guys can sign up, and we'll give you a little time slot, and boom, we're going to pull in people for the entirety of the show. So if you want to be a part of it, if you want to come on and say hi, um, come on and, and introduce a topic of conversation, or come on and, and rip us apart for some shit that we said in the past, this mm. is your chance. So... Join us, please. Yeah. Next week, we, we will be here live, and we expect you to be here with we us. We definitely want to continue uh, incorporating you guys into the show as much as possible, because without anyone to watch this show, it's just me and Alex and a guest having a conversation to ourselves. So we appreciate you guys more than anything. Uh, we, 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 really, we really love this community, man. We, we really do. do. We do, and we really hope that you'll join us. Come, please, and check out the mm -hmm. last season's episode if you want to get an idea of what to expect, but it's a lot of fun. We had a great time doing it, and we're really excited to do it again. Uh, anything else, Kiva? I think that's it, man. Like and subscribe, you yep. motherfuckers. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye-bye. <laughs>